Save big on your Memorial Day barbecue, all in the Kroger app. Get half gallons of delicious Kroger milk for $1.29 each. Then get flavorful Tyson Natural Boneless Chicken Breasts for $2.49 a pound, all with your card and a digital coupon. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. Adjacent. You're listening to the Sports Adjacent. Okay, I like that. I just learned something new today. Adjacent. With Jason Leisure and Russell Dorsey on the House of L Network. We're doing everything I dreamed of as an adjacent. I kind of like gift cards in that way. Gift cards are better than cash in that way. Because while oh, cash... Oh, I love a could, gift card. You could use cash to do anything you want. Like a $200 gift card to Nike... I can only use it at Nike. I got to do something fun with that, you know? That's what we started doing with my dad, because if you gave him money or a check, he would end up spending it on the house or us yep. or my mom. And it's like, nah, dog, you take your ass to Dick's Sporting Goods and you get you something <laughs> nice. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I love a good gift card. If anybody yes. wants to give me anything, give me Amazon, whatever, food, like Starbucks. I don't even like coffee like that, but I will now I have to go to Starbucks. Like no, no, no. Well, food like it's got to be a restaurant, though. It's got to be a restaurant. I shoot dunk for my birthday. My my Dunkin'? family gave me a Dunkin' gift card. Oh, bro! I, when I tell you, oh my goodness! I bought iced coffee for weeks and didn't have to use my own money. <laughs> I know, but like I'm saying, give me something that forces me to go. Like Dunkin' Donuts is probably part of your routine anyway. Yes, yes. Give me something that forces me to do something like fun, something extra fun. Give me like what would be fun for me, like. Nike gift card is fun. Uh, build, see, a build a bear workshop gift card. Not for me, no. Actually, though, <laughs> but, but, but you, stuff, you stuff to take my Jason. kids to do st- t- stuff like a gift card to take my kids to do fun stuff. Like a Lego gift card would be fun because I take my don't, kids and they get whatever they want. Don't give me no gift card to Bass Pro Shop. Like, don't. Like, there ain't nothing there for no fishing rod for tone. <laughs> right. Like, don't do that. Camping equipment. Nah, there's no way this guy has ever gone camping. I'm never going camping. Have have you ever ever go as a kid? No. Get out of here. So my church, my church used to yeah outside in a tent or or even a cabin. Could we count a cabin as camping, Russ? Yeah, I would. I I think I went to a resort where it was built like a cabin. So when you said right when you said resort disqualified it as camping but also is the kind of camping i would want to do go ahead russ my uh my church used to take all the kids quote-unquote camping uh but it was like this place in streeter called streeter camp but it was basically like there were building with bunk beds and all this other stuff and we had bonfires and that was our version of camping i'm camping right now because i'm in a homewood suites hotel that's that's camping. Gotta like bring a, a spray. <laughs> all. all of this, all of the stuff like that. I think we've covered this when Tony talked about his great hiking adventure with his in-laws last when year. He had the Nike slides on him. Almost right. killed himself. <laughs> right. Mm-hmm. <Right>. I almost <laughs> died in the wilderness. Really? And it, and it was Should've my assumed. fault. And, it, and it made, he says um, it in a way that like you think there must have been an encounter with a wolf or a rattlesnake. 
And it's like, no, I just slipped on some wet rocks because I was wearing He, he just said, I, I should have sued. Who are you going to sue? God? That, <laughs> yeah, no, I remember. No. Yeah, he no, don't, don't, don't advertise this as a place of walking. This is not a place of walking. He wanted to sue the park dying. district or the forest preserve or the state. But my wife does all that with our kids. And everyone in the house, I think, likes that kind of thing except me. Like, the kids are excited to go camping, take a tent. Um, go for a hike in like the many forest preserves. We have awesome forest preserves in the in the Chicago suburbs. Uh, I'm not interested in any of that. Like I'm happy to. I'm happy. I was gonna say I'm happy to hear about it later, but even then, I've I got about five minutes of bandwidth to hear about whatever kind of birds and flowers you guys saw or animal tracks that were so cool. Because it's usually pretty much just like squirrels and weeds, as far as I'm concerned. But my daughter, my 12 year old daughter, goes to a camp in Northern Wisconsin in the summers for a week. Um, and they are short on vo- adult volunteers this year to supervise and chaperone. It's in July. It's in Northern Wisconsin. And because I want to help with this thing that my daughter does, and you can't just like put your kids in things and then not be willing to help. I don't think I'm going to volunteer. I have volunteered to go do this. And I did that before my daughter gave me all the details of like probably what I'll be doing there. And it is right off the top. It is definitely like sleeping in a cabin uh, on some kind of bunk bed structure. So not excited about that. Uh, Early mornings, she said that the kids are up like at 7 a.m. And the leaders, the the adults have already been up for a while before that. Uh, Zip lining. I'm not interested in that. That's that's a young man's game. Uh, (laughs) Swimming in a lake. I can tell you, like, if it's not paved, I don't want to swim in it. If it's not paved and chlorinated, I don't want I, the beach kind of. But even when I go to the beach, I'm not out there, you know, practicing for a, a triathlon. Like the beach to me is more the sand part of the beach and whatever's in the cooler. I definitely don't want to be swimming in some like dirty river or a lake. You know, I get out of the water and I'm like covered in leeches and stuff like that. So I'm not sure how this is going to go for me. I'm, I'm going to do it. It'll be good for content. It, no, it'll be great for content. And I, you want to come, Russ? Yeah, they still need. They still need. No, people. no. Okay. Sorry, buddy. Oh, I'm, yeah, I'm, yeah. Let, this, let Uncle Russ go hang out. The in, summers, in the, the summers are my busy season. Unlike yourself. It works out for me. OK. Tell them the Bulls aren't going to be doing anything in the summer. So you got time. Mm, Russ, no, 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 no. I, hey, 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 I looked at the standings just this morning. And uh, March 29th, I think today is. They have that 10 seed practically locked down. Three games ahead of 11. Are we Let's taking the parade go. route, Tone? Let's go play you know, baby. You know, once you get that 10 seed, once you're in, Russ, even if yeah, you're going to get your ass kicked. Eight games under 500, anything can happen. Like hockey, anything. Anything you just can happen. got to get in. Like baseball. It's just, just the hot hands, you know? Get a hot goalie, hot pitcher. You know, a hot DeMar DeRozan, hot Zach Levine. Phew, straight to the Larry OB, baby. If ball comes back, like just unexpectedly tomorrow. Yeah, three years How about from that? Mm-hmm. Instead of, yeah, instead of years down the road. Instead of 2027. Mm-hmm. Better get on this bandwagon. I hope they understand how embarrassing this season has been for them. I don't give a fuck if they make it to the play <laughs> That The fact that they said, they went out and said, you know what? This team is terrible. Let's not do anything and then sign Pat Beth. Then we can say, yo, we made it to the play-in. 
look how good basketball, the good of basketball would play. Well, you have to play so well to make it to the 10th seed because you weren't going to make it into the play-in at all. You were that bad. Hey, since the All-Star break, Bulls been one of the best teams in the NBA. And that's Tones the back in. Fact. Tones back in. People love saying that in the NBA. Back and I, I, it would take one second to check this, but I don't have something to check it with. I'm sure they've been playing nobody. I'm sure they've been playing all. I'm sure all those wins have come against all the worst teams. People always like to talk, point to like a six or seven game win streak in the NBA, and then they mm-hmm. they don't look closer and be like, "Oh, it was against the Jazz." Be, like be all the seven games were against the Jazz or Jazz adjacent teams. They beat the Sixers. Who was playing for the Sixers that day? Everybody. Okay, all right. There you go. They Everybody fouled out. Embiid. Oh, didn't they beat Embiid for the first time ever? Yes. Yep. Ever. Six twelve and zero. Something. Oh, <laughs> I just why I, I there's so many moral victories with them, dog. And y'all you know, know we talk about on the pile. I'm not moral. Man, that Chicago guy. sports is moral victories. That's our problem. Yes, it should be, it should be the Chicago yeah, moral. Yes victories. to bo- yes to in the words in the words of Michael yes to Irvin, both of you. That's the problem today. Chicago today. They're not learning from mom how to win. We're losing recipes. <laughs> That's a good Michael. You turned it. You really turned on the Michael Irvin at the end there. You had to go down and get it. <laughs> Thank you. I like that. You gotta, the, to do the impression. You got to feel it to feel so innocent because you got to start off with the high voice and oh my god, that's the problem today. The ladies today, they're not learning from mom how to cook. We're losing recipes, and now we're gonna. And then you have Warren Sapp just staring. You have to so break bad. out into almost a seizure at the end. Yes. Yes. There's a, like there's it a says, physical hey, element to the Michael Irvin, your... to the way he finishes a point. You know how they tell you, like, well, on TV, you know, it, it's like 80-20, and you kind of finish your point on the camera when you're talking? Yeah. It's like, Michael Irvin, it's like you you finish your point on a, on a full-blown seizure into the microphone. Yes. Body shaking, face shaking, sweating. <laughs> yeah, yes. it's the, the going full mic. <laughs> the full mic. You know, it would be great if the Bulls ended up getting LeBron at some point, if they were able to like get Bronny and they get like LeBron at age 44 or something. And then they will have basically gotten the big three that they were trying to put together 10 years ago over the course of different stages, bringing in Dwayne Wade when he's, you know, at the very end, bringing in Carmelo for like a week on one of those ones where <laughs> they they acquire him in a trade. But don't come. Don't come. We're going to we're going to move you along. And then like LeBron and his son at the end. The Bulls are still getting they're getting the big free agents. They're just getting them after no one else wants them at all. Getting the big free agents. That was the White Sox strategy. Shouldn't it be easier? <laughs> Manny, King Griffey. They got all the stars. Bro, they got Manny Ramirez, the second <laughs> to last year of his career. They got Junior when Junior Hey, Junior, what he wasn't like that no more. Oh, he made a play though. He made in he game one sixty three. Oh my gosh, I'll never forget that. <laughs> Did he play in an All Star game for the White Sox? No, that was the All Star game for the White Sox. Game one sixty three. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't know if maybe he had like been. I couldn't remember the exact timeline of when he got traded to the Sox. But all right, well let, let's let's start the show. Let's start sports adjacent. Uh, coming to you from the home of sports sadness, Chicago, Illinois, where <laughs> I'm not kidding. Like, this is going to sound sarcastic. I am telling you there are five major league professional sports teams in Chicago. And the one that people feel the best about right now are the are the Bears who went three and 14 and were the worst team in the league last season. Last season. The last time people were playing football. 
that this was the worst team at that sport. And that's the team that in Chicago everybody feels the most confident in right now. That's where we feel kind of like, mm-hmm. all right, this might be going the right way. The Sky had it for a couple seasons, and they just broke it all up. They were doing great, yeah. too. Yeah, they, and then they, they burned it down. Nah, they're um, going to be really bad. Yeah, so they're I, in uh, number one overall pick territory. So welcome in. Welcome into Sports Adjacent. I'm Jason Leisure. I am in Phoenix for the NFL owners meetings. I missed Russ by like a week. Uh, Russ is back in Chicago co-hosting, and we got Tony Gill on the boards. Tony Gill yep. is presented by Sheets and Giggles. Yep. You can go to our link, sheetsgiggles.com slash SA, and use promo code SPORTS. You will get 23% off everything. And that includes their amazing mattress. So that's a huge savings when you're talking about the mattress. You're talking about hundreds of dollars, depending on which size mm-hmm. mattress you buy for your bed. Um, but even if you don't need a mattress, go on there, get the sheet set. It's starting to warm up just about everywhere. You're going to want, you really, really want the sheet set for summertime. It's per, it is the perfect, it, it keeps you so cool and comfortable on those summer nights that it's a must. It's an absolute must. Uh, they got flannels, pillows, duvets, duvet covers, all that. Go to sheetsgiggles.com slash SA. Sports Jason is also brought to you by BetMGM. You can download the BetMGM app and get this offer. Your first bet will be paid back up to $1,000 if you don't win. So you can bet on the Final Four this weekend. You can bet on baseball. Uh, we'll be in full swing by the time you hear this. You can bet on futures. Uh, you get your first bet with BetMGM. You get paid back up to $1,000. Whatever amount you bet will be paid back to you in free betting credits. If you don't win, just use our promo code, Adjacent1000. Uh, BetMGM, the king of sportsbooks. Russ, last week on the show, I appreciated so much from you, Antone, the education I got on checking in with the big homie and what that yeah. – yeah. What I I'm still not sure if I know what that means. Um, that I gotta like find a, a consulate somewhere and get the verbal or text message equivalent of a passport. Uh, I did not check in with anybody when I landed here in Phoenix, so that seems risky based on what you told me last week. Um, but so far so good. I, I did come across since then though a couple of other phrases or terms. Two other ones that I needed to find out what they mean. Um, and one of them I'm pretty sure. The other one I have no idea what it means. So the first one is is a noun. Okay. And it, and it is baddie. Referring to someone as a baddie. B-A-D-D-Y, I think is how you spell no, it. No, incorrect. B-A-D-D-I-E? Correct. Okay. Even if it's singular. Yes. Now, a a baddie, the way I wait, you're telling, it is, wait, 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 you're telling me you, you hadn't heard this before or you were. I, I'd heard the term and that's why I'm pretty sure I know what this one is. A, a baddie is actually a goodie from what I could deduce. <laughs> OK, OK. Right. Is <laughs> that true? Yeah. Well, it's explained first. And I'll okay. confirm. You're on the right track, though. OK. What what specifically does that mean? I, I, I understand that it is a positive term, I think. <laughs> I'm pretty sure. But what yeah. specifically does it mean? What makes someone a baddie? Could be a lot of things, man. Okay. It could be like you see a, a, a beautiful lady walking out of the store and like, oh man, she's a baddie. It could be that she has a lot going for her, right? Like she's very motivated, confident in herself. Baddie, 
right? Like a uh, great job, career focus, motivated. Okay. So there are many routes to becoming a baddie. Correct. It's not okay. just about physical appearance. It could, it, okay. what makes the person. All right, good. So, uh, that's a compliment I can use for people now. Uh, okay. So here's the thing with that. Be so, careful with that, please. Yeah. Don't just throw it out everywhere. I shouldn't greet someone by like instead of saying their hair looks nice. I could I could be like you're looking uh, really like a baddie today. Shouldn't say that. You should no no no. You you're asking me to cancel, buddy. Got it. You say it to your wife. You could definitely tell your wife that. Oh, I grew up. All right. I tell tell to my wife all the time. Just when you like wake up in the morning and you go in for some cereal, you just throw that out there. Mm-hmm. Uh, let's hear the example. Let, like, I want you to get the context right. Yeah. Yeah. Like, walk me through the steps here so that I can do this at home. All right. You wake up. Wife's in there, chefing it up in the morning, mm-hmm. getting the girls ready for school. Mm-hmm. And you walk up. Perfect time for romantic talk. Yep. It's sometimes, man, like, it, you just want her to know. Drop oh, a little man. nugget. Just drop a little nugget for her. And that might make her day, bro. You wake up, grab your coffee. Hey, babe. You're a baddie and walk away. Like, that's it. Okay. Yeah, and just, that's going to make her feel away. good on the inside because she's going to think about that at like 345 when she, her and the girls are in the store and like, man, he said I was a baddie today. That's going that might carry her through the rest of the week. I hear you. OK. After she Googles it. May, she might know. <laughs> Not likely. Um, the other one I came across I, I was it was a. It was signage in the Austin, Texas airport okay. over the weekend. I, I'm at the end of this trip now where I've gone from Tuscaloosa, Alabama to Austin to Phoenix and going home soon. Um, it was a, a guy who was a local rapper and he was promoting his new album. And I forget exactly what his name was, but it was something, something, the plug. And I have heard that term before, but I ha- that one, I don't know at all what it means. Tone, you can take this one. So, like, the plug is is your connect to... I was about to say the connect, too. <laughs> oh, so it's like a hookup. Okay. Right, right. Yeah, he's, we would call this, like, back in the day, like, that's, she... oh, that's my hookup. So, like, I know, I got it from here. I figured it out. So, mm-hmm. like, my guy uh, in high school worked at Little Caesars, and if you ordered Little Caesars pizza when he was there, he would throw in some extra crazy bread in the box. Yeah, he, he was the, he so was he was Little Caesars plug. plug. Yes. Yeah. Hey, oh, okay. All right. Caesar's I got this plug. one. So it's like occupation or whatever product okay. that you need. They mm-hmm. are the plug. They are the connect to get you that. So um, perfectly or harmless. Either so, it, or, so this guy either, advertising in the airport, he was, he's like the, what is he the plug of then? Of music? What was he selling? What was he doing? Uh, he, it was a rapper? Yeah. Uh, well, it depends on what his content is. You know, he could be the plug to some you know shenanigans what does that mean how could you be the plug to shenanigans to to uh to a product filled with shenanigans like you know drugs yeah oh now i got it okay you're allowed to say the word drugs hey just want to be careful okay i don't know who who the plugs or the big homies i don't want to step on a turf all right you're in a different place i know i know the chicago Big homies. I don't know the Phoenix big homies. I don't know the Phoenix plug. So, you know, they could be listening. 
Okay, I'll take it under advisement. Thank you. You guys have cleared that up very nicely for me. Do you guys have clothes that you can't wear outside your house? Mm. I have some t-shirts that like the public will never see, not because they're bad or anything, just because I don't wear them outside the house. Like, I got these gray sweats that like they just show like too much meat. And what does like, that mean? What do you mean too like, much meat? His his like, is out, Jason. Oh, yeah, and wow. and the cheeks like a lot of sweatpants. Yeah, sweatpants. Yes. Like what I they love have, like are they like ripped I, up? Do they have holes in them? Are they just no, like, too no. tight? No. Do you not know no, about they, the gray sweat theory, Jason? They, they're perfect. No. They're perfectly no. comfortable. What? Like, I love wearing them around the house, but I just can't go outside with them. What's it's the gray like they, sweat theory? I've never heard that. I want to talk about this publicly. <laughs> All right, let's talk about it. And then, Tone, if we got to cut it, we got to cut it. So, Jason, you don't know about the 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 thing with gray sweatpants. Specifically gray sweatpants. No, I have never heard. I'm not, like, playing dumb for content. Like, I don't know at all what you're talking about now. I think Jason lives under a rock. Like I, they, they, this is this. Jason, but Russ, you never, the, you never had to enact the, the any type of gray sweatpants. Well, because it's not, it's He's not. Been married a long time. There's a lot no. of married dudes that wear sweatpants, and they, if they put on gray sweatpants, they wife are like, "Yo, don't run out of this house looking like a little hoe." <laughs> I <laughs> own some gray sweatpants. Come on, dog. Like, so here's the thing, Jay. If you have on, like, there's something about gray sweatpants. Okay. They could be gray, charcoal, dark gray, whatever. Okay. I'm not saying you be looking, but I guess in society there's this assumption that it makes your meat stand out a little bit more. Oh. And it's, it's not it's, it's not necessarily intentional, but it's there. So like the fact that I have gray sweatpants and have never heard of this, I must have been doing it subconsciously. Maybe. But but I I don't I don't want to use the well he's married so there's a lot of married brothers wearing the gray sweatpants out here hmm. trying to show out but but there's also there's some intent like once it was found out that the specific tint and hue of a gray sweatpants was was beknownst to uh, the men creatures in the world there now was an intent to have gray sweatpants to perform the gray sweatpants walk outside of the home uh, ah. thereby introducing the world to uh, you know who you are yeah. so if I was if I was to run to the jewels uh, in gray sweatpants a my wife would probably object to that and, and b it's a little bit aggressive at the grocery store um I don't you think get some eye work you may get some eye work like you know people eyeing you down you know like, oh, okay. like, whoa, man's out here in right. the streets. Hey, how you doing? But I don't think you're going <laughs> to. I I don't think it. it you, if your wife says, hey, where you going? I, I <laughs> that happens because, look, I got a friend. If her house, she catch her husband in, in the gray sweat. She'll legit tell him, quote, where you going? Looking like a little slut. <laughs> oh, wow. Like she'll tell him that. I don't. I don't feel like my wife and I have ever had any conversation along those lines. Y'all got to get outside more, man. <laughs> <laughs> Y'all got to get outside. 
Like I know yeah, I can't bro. wear I can't wear these like outside. They're just a bit too and again comfortable. What are you wearing? Just, like this is an, a podcast, and also I can only hug. see the top half of you anyway, so I don't know what you're talking about. Are you wearing well, gray I mean, sweatpants I right now? I, I am wearing gray sweatpants right wow. now. I've been in the house all day. Okay. This is my in the house wear. Then I would uh, say I, keep the camera tilted up. Obviously, keep it in the face upper body area, please. Yeah, I mean that's fair. I, I, yeah. I did this for you guys. You know, keep keep it. You know, waist high. You know, you feel me, but. Uh, also, they, they they hug the cheeks too, so the cheekage frame is is out too. So it it kind of it doesn't work for outside both ways, in the front and in the back. So uh, be beware of when you when you buy your sweatpants, men out there or young women out there buying, you know, your significant other some sweatpants. Just just be aware of, of the gray. When you said like clothes that I don't wear out of the house, I wasn't thinking because. Um, they're just going to be so enticing to everybody that I'll be walking around. With the, is that an example of looking like a snack, Russ? Um, sure. Okay. Sure, that's the way to put it. I was thinking more clothes that are too like worn out that would be embarrassing to wear. Like they've got holes in them or they're too too small. They've been faded through the wash or they've got like paint or, you know, like yard work stains on them, oh, stuff no, like no. that. There's a whole nother genre of clothing okay. that would make you seem available or I, ready for interaction, so to speak, when you're not. So you got to be aware of those clothing. So, you know, you know like on Maury, mm-hmm. <laughs> when... <laughs> And bro, it, you you come the older you get, the more you find out like stuff was so scripted on Maury. But like yeah. they had the girl say, "Look, we we've pent, we've we've brought it down to two dudes. We've got it narrowed down <laughs> to two dudes that it could be Jeremy and Marcus." I know it's a hundred percent Marcus because <laughs> the baby got Marcus's features and hair color and all that. And Marcus is like, "Hell no, it ain't me." <laughs> <laughs> in the case of <laughs> two month old Jamil, Marcus, you are not the father. Then then this girl go running around the studio, booing, knowing damn well I can't finish the joke, but y'all know. But bro, like that's the situation. <laughs> it's very scripted because there's no so there's scripted. no there's no way those shows go through like a drought. They're like, yeah, it's just been a it's been a week, no fights this week, like no big uh, calamity. Yeah, it's just you know one of those weeks. We're kind of in a slump. Here's here's the that argument that it's not as scripted. These shows have his shows in particular have been running a long time. Long time. So to you're, constantly so you're claiming find... Maury, you're claiming Maury is not scripted. No, what I'm saying, I'm not saying that. What I'm saying is it makes it believable that the length of time this show has been going on with no reoccurring people to find people as believable as novice actors to make it at least in part believable that this craziness I, is happening is a kudos to Maury and those producers to constantly find random actors to make it at least almost believable. So you you think, but Maury is real. I didn't say yes. that. Yes. I said hey, there's be an argument that we're using it here. We're using this in in the show, so don't bleep that out. Um, this is my thing with Maury. There was an episode 
where a lady was scared of olives. And then Maury walks up to her in the back because she's so she about to hyperventilate. Hey, it's okay, it's okay. And Maury just goes, "Bring out the olives!" And she goes screaming. <laughs> she goes screaming, bro. There's like, a, oh my god! Now I have to. I got to show y'all this. How can you be play afraid me? of olives, Jason? What does that what even I tell mean? You this, Jason, like a jar of olives. Like what is she, I know, but like what I don't understand what you're like. What is the fear? Got the olives. I don't know. What does she My, think uh, the olives are gonna do? I don't know, man. People are people. Are scared of some weird oh things. My, man. Oh my god, bro! This thing has 1.2 million views. <laughs> the video is freaking upset about the olives. Yes. <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> All right, I'm gonna play it for you. A few moments later. Bro, you can't tell me. <laughs> Bring so out the olives. so upsetting. No, we, it wasn't. When, so we just watched a, like a highlight reel of Maury Povich showing people things they're afraid Phobias. of. Yeah. Uh, how old is this? Can you like, can you give people like, Bro, a, like since, since we can't play one the of those clip, dates can you give people like, a little description of what we just watched? June of 2000. So these are 20 years ago. What, tell people what this was so, so that it they was, could kind of be a, in the it was discussion. A, it was a bunch of uh, of ladies who had phobias of things. So normal phobias like spiders, got it. Uh, one lady was scared of lizards. Another lady was scared of birds, all right? And then the last lady, and what I was talking about earlier with Jason Antone, is a lady that was scared of olives. And then, <laughs> the lady's holding Maury's hand so hard, like he's losing circulation. And then he just goes, bring out the olives. And the lady goes crazy. Like, I'm talking screaming like somebody is killing her screaming. Now, they showed a lot. Like, there were a lot of people that were, like, afraid of birds or lizards or spiders. Normal stuff. Normal stuff. And, yeah, that kind of makes sense. Not to that extent, though. The birds, no. no, You're right. The lizards. Uh, Birds are kind of weird. They got claws and stuff. I I get it. I'm not afraid of birds, but I get it. The olives is a hard one to understand. So, Tone, you think all that's real when you watch it? I I'm hope it's saying, not. I really those are hope very, it's not. Very, very good actors if they aren't. Because that she looked terrible. The lady at the end looked like, bro, she peed on herself. <laughs> she did. You know, you know what my least favorite uh episodes of the the Moyer was? No. Which ones? Which? I don't know if we got this in here, but ah, uh, it, Tony, you're gonna tell me, you're gonna say the one. I think you're, you got to put the elevator music. All right, I'm gonna, I'm gonna. Can guess. we just, just can we I'm just decide guess. that afterward? Can we just like run with the show and edit no, later? No, we can no, edit after I, the fact. It, it don't work that way, Jason, because he gonna leave it in, and then we gonna be mad. You have to tell him right now. You, the ones you're thinking, the one you're thinking of is the one where you have. Tone, you're a wild boy. I knew you were going to say that one. Maury, you know, it's my thing. 20 more. So that clip we watched of Maury was from 2000. When I first started watching Maury, you know, you only watch Maury when you're sick home from school back in the day. <laughs> right. And that was like on a weekday. Yeah, that was 07, 08, 6, 6, 7, 8. So and it's 2023. I think Maury's still on. Like, bro, you got they're coming up with some stuff. 
I think they got to get all those actors. Like it's, bro, you're not getting 23 years of actors. If they got to feel all every day, five days a week for 20 plus years of but, getting people to, to act act out. This I do feel part of it is scripted, but why, the reason I don't think it's full on scripted is because they were inviting people to Connecticut to record. Like it was it was on the show like, yo, if you feel like your sister cheated with your husband, call this number and fly to Connecticut and tell Maury about it. That's the episode plot that I remember mostly. That's what I when you bring up that show to me, that's what I picture. It's just so and so shocked to find out that uh, their significant other is sleeping with another family member of theirs. Yeah. Yeah. Tone oh, would man. do it. I think what Tony's saying, I think one of the things he's he's communicating to us here is that he would do it. He would go on and act on one of these shows for the right price. What would it take Tone to go get up you, there? Oh, Lord. Lord. <laughs> yeah. What would it, take, what would it just... take to get you to go out there? How much money, Tone, to get you to be in an episode and be up there like, I, I don't want to see any olives. I don't want to see any olives. Maury, don't bring the olives out. <laughs> Bring out the olives! When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Save big on your Memorial Day barbecue, all in the Kroger app. Get half gallons of delicious Kroger milk for $1.29 each. Then get flavorful Tyson Natural Boneless Chicken Breasts for two forty nine dollars a pound, all with your card and a digital coupon. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today, or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. Russ, I'm in Arizona. You were just in uh, Phoenix a few weeks ago for spring training. And one of the things that crosses my mind when I go places now over the last couple of years mm-hmm. is, what what would Tony think of this? How would Tony, who doesn't travel and doesn't want to travel, mm-hmm. how would he react to New York, Las Vegas? And I was thinking today in when I was in Phoenix, I was thinking, I this might be a good place to take him. Phoenix might be a good place for Tony to branch out to because it's very different. You look around and it's complete. The sky's a different color than it is in Chicago. Uh, you got cactuses, mountains, like totally different climate. But it's not like it's not crazy like Vegas. It's not uh, you know the way Salt Lake and Park City would be. It's not as busy as L.A. Like I feel like. Arizona might be a place you could take Tony. And he'd see some weird stuff. He'd see some lizards. And he'd say, Maury, put the lizards away. But other than that, he I think I think Phoenix might be a good next step for Tone. I I I think Tone would like Phoenix because it's a getaway from Chicago. And I know how much Tone loves Chicago, but it is warmer. And so especially in the winter months for a weekend or so, Phoenix is a really good weekend city. Like it's not a f- long flight to get from here to Phoenix. Um, I think about three hours. You can go Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday, come back Sunday night. 
and had some really a really fun time. So I agree with you. You don't have to do anything, Tone. You could stay at the pool. You could stay at the pool and then at the hotel and go out and eat. Like they have amazing Mexican food. Amazing restaurants. A lot of Chicago stuff, like Russ was telling you last time. I mean, the places, Russ, the places where you see Portillos outside of the Chicago area, that's where all of us are. It's like Tampa, Phoenix, LA. That's where all the Chicago transplants are. I'll be I'll be interested in Chicago hot. Yeah, that's it's honestly what it is, bro. <laughs> Chicago hot. They got rattlesnakes out here, Tone. They warn you about them. How's their downtown? Because like the places that I've been to, their downtown is like a, a five mile strip, mm. and then oh, now you're out of downtown. Yeah, it's, that's kind of how it it's is. fine. It's not really the thing here, though. Like this isn't a place where you go yeah. to the city of Phoenix. Like the whole yeah. sprawling area and scenery and Phoenix terrain. Metro is. Yeah, the where it's at, like downtown Phoenix, it's not like here. It's like downtown Chicago is where it's at. Downtown New York is yeah. where it's at. Downtown Philly, whatever. Downtown Miami, it's like downtown is is Chase Field, where the Suns play. Couple more miles, that's it. But the real part of of, of Phoenix that you got to go to and experience is Scottsdale area, Tempe, Mesa, all the surrounding towns so or whatever. So, so it's not Phoenix. It's the places around Phoenix that I should be excited for. Phoenix, I mean, right Phoenix there. has the airport, so that's where you got to fly into to get well, here. I, yeah. can, I can't. I can't. How can I respect your city when you have when you don't have a downtown? There's other kinds of vacations than going downtown. Man, that's that's where all the happenings happen. It's downtown. What was what was downtown, downtown. San Juan like, Tony? What was downtown San Juan? Tell me about downtown uh, San Juan. Downtown yeah. San Juan. That, was... Right, exactly. Because that's not where you went. You were at a resort. That's what people do there when they that's go fair. there for vacation. So here they have all these desor- all these resorts that are like these kind of, what would you say, like kind of desert-ish or desert-adjacent resorts. Yeah. And they've all got like lavish pools. And the Arizona Biltmore More out so here in the is mountains, unbelievable. But yeah. You can go out and go hiking and stuff like that. We, drove, well, I, we were here uh, three years ago. My family and I, Russ, and we drove. You would have loved this place. We drove up to this place uh, called Ravens View Wine Bar, which is like uh, forty-five minutes to an hour north of Phoenix. So you're going really remote. You're going like up into the hills and the desert and everything. And they have outdoor seating and stuff like that. And it's just like the clearest night sky you've ever seen. It's awesome. A lot of stuff you would like out here, Tone. I did, however, get reunited. Uh, have another rematch here with my. My rental car nemesis when I got here. My rental car situation is like I've been renting with the same company for so long that you just you get there and you get to pick whatever's in the lot. And that sounds great most of the time. But sometimes there's like nothing left in the lot. In fact, I had that happen twice on this trip. When I got into Austin, there was literally one car in the lot. It was a Hyundai, whatever. I was in Austin over the weekend to cover a NASCAR race. And, you know, like when you're a little kid and you go watch... uh, the Power Rangers movie or whatever you guys were into, a movie with some fighting and stuff. You come out of the theater and like all you want to do is fight then. You like want to practice yes. your karate. So of that's course. what watching NASCAR was like for me where I, I'd watch the NASCAR racing and then I'd get in my Hyundai whatever and get out on I-35 and be like, yeah, NASCAR, let's go. <laughs> Crank that thing up to 80 miles an hour. Um, but when I got in here into Phoenix, Russ, all they had were Teslas. <laughs> and this makes me sound so old. I know. <laughs> But I hate those things. I had one last fall in Dallas. I I don't know how it works. They try to make it so much like playing a video game that it, it doesn't. There's like little 
replica replicas, little avatars of the cars and trash cans. And like it, I don't like this car at all. And there's so many things I have to like look up when I get one of these as a rental car. I have to look up. How do you lock it? How do you turn it off? I couldn't figure out how to turn this thing off. And I think later I realized, I think you just walk away with the key and it turns off and locks itself. Yeah, it locks itself. So maybe it's easier than I thought. But like there's a way to turn it off on the on the giant iPad that's part of the dash. In the middle of the console. But it keeps like turning itself back on. (laughs) I also can't get the turn signal to turn off. When you when you use a turn signal to make a turn, it turns off automatically like any other car. But when you use it to change lanes, I don't know how to then get it to stop blinking. So I'm driving around in this car that I have no business driving and the turn signals on the entire time until I make an actual turn. Did you get used to the auto brake? I don't like that either. Basically, like, <laughs> have you driven one of these, Russ? Uh, Tesla, no, but uh, cars that have the auto brake, yes. With the Tesla, like, taking your foot off the gas is basically the equivalent of braking. Your speed will plunge the second. It will not coast like a normal car. It will just, you will immediately start decelerating. So it takes a while to get used to that. When I was pulling out of the rental car place, they always want to see the mileage on the car. And like you would think that'd be easy too, because in my right. car that I drive you at just home, look I, just, at it. I just look down. Cool. It's right past the steering wheel. Right. This guy's like, "What's the mileage?" And this is like what happens anytime now with me when I encounter a young person and they know how something works and I don't. Is uh, he's asking me where the mileage is, and I'm like trying to hit buttons on the iPad, trying to find it, and he's like, <laughs> oh, "Just hit this, this, and this, and this, and then you'll find it." Like they have no, they have no patience for me. I'm already at that stage of life. Like get your old ass out of the way. Yeah, <laughs> pretty much. It's basically like any conversation you ever have with the IT department, where they like they, they just can't believe you don't know how this works. Like, what an idiot move. Yeah, yeah. No, I so te- uh, Phoenix is the land of Teslas and Camrys. Like those There's are the two ton, cars. You see uh, the there are a ton of both of them. You're right. You're absolutely right. Because that's what I drove. I drove a Camry when I was there, and it's like, bro, you see more Camrys and Teslas than any other car. And then they have those. I think they're called Waymo, where it's like a self-driving car out there. What? Yeah. Is that and the one with like the camera Uber. on top of it? Yeah, and it spins around. Yeah. I've seen those. I didn't realize that's what that was. Yeah. So this it's like the like, Jetsons out here, man. It's like Uber, I guess, and they like pick people up, and it's a self-driving car, and I've only seen them there. Mm. I can't do the self-driving yeah. Uber. That's I saw scary. one of those cars with the camera on top, and I thought it was one of the Google Maps cars. But See, that's what I thought, it too. It must but have been no. what, you th- what you're saying. Technology's moving too fast for me, man. Thank you. Thank you. Finally, someone else says it. Yeah. Okay, so uh, Jason, so you're right. It was the Google cars, but then they've, I guess, moved into picking people up. I'm not the getting ride. in a car that has no driver. I'm, I will live the rest of my life and not do that. I don't care how much we advance, how normalized that becomes. I'm not getting in for a ride where I'm in the back seat and I'm the only one there. You know what's happening? It's it's like the the smarter end of society is getting smarter. But the separation is becoming larger where they're the smart people are inventing things that make the average person dumber. And like the separation between the two, like it's just it's not good for a society like the, this. The, all this A.I. business where they're doing your work for you, where they're doing your paperwork for you as a kid. Like that's the worst thing that you can do is have things available 
to kids where they don't have to learn or don't have to grasp concepts mm. of learning or things around learning like that is going to be a detriment to society as a whole and i hope people are noticing that having things become easier for you is not necessarily what's best for you yeah your the part that part of your brain atrophies like i can already see it happening where it's the merging of me and my phone where it's like i don't have to remember things anymore because I've got it on a list in my notes app of what I need to do that day. So I don't have to have any consciousness of what my schedule is because it's all in there. That's my brain. How many phone own. numbers How many phone numbers do y'all remember off the top? I don't even know my wife's phone number. Ooh, okay. I know my so, wife's phone number and that's it. That is the only one. I know like the childhood landline that I don't know if that's still hooked up to the house we lived in at that time, but I could call that. <laughs> I know my wife's phone number and that's it. And even that, I'm not sure I would know it except that she spent a period of time drilling both of our cell phone numbers into our kids' heads so that if, yeah. if they ever got separated from us, they'd be able to, you know, yes. borrow a phone and call us. So my parents have a house phone. It's and it's the same number I, they've had since I was a little kid. So I remember that. I remember my dad. That, that would probably freak me out. Like if I went over to your parents' house and I heard a house phone, like I'd be like, why do they have that? What is that? What do they use do that they, for? That a cell phone. Because I'm not I'm not they, being I'm not being sarcastic. I just what's the because yeah, no, I don't know anyone else that has one. So what was the they just, of, they've just always had the house phone, the landline. They're from a generation. Y'all got to think, though, they're from a generation where t- to not have the landline, it, it's unfathomable. My dad's that same generation. And he I don't remember how long it's been since he had a landline. Listen, bro, but they've lived in the same him? house. They've lived in the, you lived in the same it? house for 40 40- uh, I haven't called my house in a while. Oh, I, lies! <laughs> if 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 I call both of my parents and they don't pick up, if I need to talk to them about something, then I call my house. So it's the third option. Like I'll call my mom, I'll call my dad, then I'll yeah, call my house. I could see that. So I figure if I were them, though, I would get conditioned to like if we hear the house phone ring, it's an emergency of some kind. Like the bat that means someone has already it tried our like cell phones phone. and not got that's 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 the disaster going off. That's the alarm. So here's the thing. So one, you you see how I said my house and I haven't lived there in years. It's um, always going to be your house. Do you right. still have a bedroom bedroom there? Uh, yeah. Like if if if, if shit went left in my career, I do have a place <laughs> to stay. But hopefully, we don't get that. Lord willing. Um, but it, my dad does has this thing where he doesn't have the vibrate on his phone on. And he doesn't have the sound on his phone on. So you have to hope he has his phone in his hand and is looking at it when call. I'm like, just put it on fire. And I'm like, Dad, what if something happened? <laughs> so like, I'll call him and then I won't get him. And then I'll call him later. And I'll be like, hey, Dad. Yeah, no, I called you early. He was like, really? And <laughs> my phone didn't buzz. Well, yes, Dad, because vibrated on and the sound not on. So in that case, sometimes I will call the house because I'm like, I know you're at home. But you're just not looking, or he's taking a nap, and you know, you know how that goes. So you call the house phone. There's no, there's no that could ring 24 hours a day. Yeah. There's no putting that on do not disturb. Well, so here's the thing with the cable service, with the cable that they have hooked up with AT and T. When you call, or somebody calls the house, or you call somebody. Um, no, when I call the house, so if I call my parents, it shows up on the TV. So they can be watching Food Network, and then they'll say oh, okay. Russell yeah. Dorsey calling. Um, so they know, but people still call I, the house after they've tried their cells. I assume. 
Nah, man, it's a generation of people that call my parents' house. And you gotta you gotta understand, Tony, you get this. That pastor number, like they call your phone, but well, that's true, yeah. they, they've been had years of just calling the Dorsey household and yeah. having somebody at the crib. Or like I used to pick up the phone when my parents weren't there. Hi. Hey, is your mom and daddy there? No, I can take a message though. And then when my parents got back, I gave them the message. You're not supposed to say no when you're a kid. When you're a kid and you answer the house phone and they say, are your parents? I feel um, you, and but the answer is really people. no. You're supposed to make up a lie. I feel you, but I was trusting that church people wouldn't okay. come over to my house and kill us <laughs> and rob us. Or do Which, I and, and it was successful because we never got killed or robbed. <laughs> you made it. Yes. <laughs> Most importantly, not get killed. Right. The raw part, whatever. But like, I don't want to die because my parents know. <laughs> Russ, would you like to hear the news we didn't get to today? You're a baseball guy, yes. So I'm sure I'm, and uh, you grew up in Chicago. I'm sure you, even if he's not your favorite, you uh, you're familiar with the work of and appreciate the the niche of Hawk Harrelson, the former White Sox play-by-play man. Hawk was a staple, part of your childhood. Household. Yeah, yeah. Your dad's a big Sox fan. I'm sure you. Yes. I'm sure you heard a lot of a Hawk as I did over the years. A lot of a lot of you can put it on the board in the Dorsey household. He gone. It's it's the like part of the soundtrack of my childhood is that on in the background during the summers. Um, so Hawk Harrelson retired from that job after the 2018 season, yeah. or, or so we thought. Hawk is uh, 81 years old now and still very much uh, out there, available. And he was on the Foul Territory show, which is like a baseball talk show. Is that a podcast or is that just on YouTube? I saw this. It's on YouTube. T- it's a uh, it's both. Uh, so my guy Scotty Braun is over there hosting with AJ and uh, mm-hmm. Aircraft and Adam Jones and Todd Frazier. I went on there their first week. It's fun, fun group. Yeah, it's cool. It looks like a fun show, and he was on there with AJ Pierzynski, who he's got a good relationship with from the and years. He loves but uh, AJ. Hawk revealed that he was forced out, in his opinion. And now, Tony Gill reads. Bring out the olives. <laughs> that's how that's how Tony Gill with glasses announces his entry into a room. Is the, that's the best entrance Tony Gill with glasses ever had. Russ, Russ, <laughs> Russ. That could be a good home run call. When you're on, bring out the yeah. olives. Yeah, hey. yell it, yell it out. Hey, you said that video had 1.2 million views. This is gonna be somebody 1.2 million people that get that reference. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Bring out the olives. <laughs> Tony, you gonna you gonna do Hawk Harrelson's uh, quote in in Hawk Harrelson impersonation, or what? Are you, how are you gonna handle? Uh, I'm gonna try. I'm gonna try. <clears throat> you gonna throw it? Sprinkle in some Hawkisms. Mm-hmm. Here we go. Hawk Harrelson on foul territory. Now, 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 I didn't retire. I got retired. I got fired. Is what it boils down to, you know. I'm, I'm sure they will deny that. But what led up to that and everything else is going to be interesting. You can put it on the board. <laughs> I don't think you said that, but that was a good. Yo, to say that and then say you can put it on the 
one after is hilarious. <laughs> Tone, great work. Um, do you want Tone? Do you want to do you want to get ready to read that again with some more hawkism sprinkled in, like can of corn and whatever else? Do you want to, Do you want to prepare for that while Russ explains this to us? I ain't gonna lie. I don't know. That's about the only one I know. All right, you did a great job. That was really good. <laughs> I, y'all, y'all are great, man. Hawks eighty one. I mean, in some jo- like in a lot of jobs, eighty one. You know, it's time to let someone else have it. And I mean, one of the greatest broadcasters right now that's out now, Jason Benetti, is like, like how do you? Come on, man. That's Aaron Rodgers, right? Like, if Hawk is Favre, right? Like, hey, man, I understand it. I respect it. But we got the dude. We got to let the dude cook. Otherwise, we may lose the dude. We cannot lose the dude. And Jason Benetti is the dude. Here, Here's here's the issue that the Sox had when it came to uh, the Hawkeroo. At the end, man, it was not uh, – it was not the same, right? Like you were, you were getting a, a version of Hawk that was not the the original, and there were some things that had started to be said by Hawk where it's like, yeah, this yeah, should be too. said on a broadcast. Yeah, that broadcast. too. Yep. So, like, I get what Hawk's saying that they retired him, and maybe that's the case that they it was kind of a nudge, like Hawk might be around that time, but nah, man. I think it was for his own good, to be honest. Like, there were some things being said. It was like in 2023, that ain't I ain't gonna fly. I can't, like I can't, the 80s. I can't imagine <laughs> wanting to do that job at 80 years old, Russ. Flying around the country, Hawk, love it. 162 Hawk games, Hawk. late nights. You love something, man. At 80? Yeah. I want to love something else at 80. Also, I just noticed, and Jason, you told me that my name has been misspelled this entire podcast on the, the yard, <laughs> <Russ Dory. laughs> which is hilarious because I put my name in. So I was you typed it yourself. Yeah, I did get I pay tone right in the the underneath, but spelled my own name wrong. Yes. <laughs> been one of them days, dog. I was trying to alert you to that subtly and quietly and discreetly, so you could change. Nah, it, nah we can nah. do it this way too. We we'll think this way is fine. Uh, you might know Robert Downey Jr., the actor, and John Favreau from the Iron Man movies. When I say yes. those names, you can picture who both of those people are. Mm-hmm. Yes. Uh, John Favreau got a star on the Hollywood Walk of Fame last month. Tony, you know what that is? You know what I'm talking about? Yeah, I don't get why he has one, but, you know. He's been in a lot of movies, and he's, I think, produced and directed a lot of movies. He's he become a, a John big-time Favreau's director. had a good career. Yeah. Uh, so anyway, he got a star, and him and Robert Downey Jr. are pals. Uh, and Robert Downey Jr. thought it'd be funny to spit his gum out on the star. He's, he just takes his gum out of his mouth and sticks it down there, like on the sidewalk. He says, there you go. Now it's official. Ha, 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 ha. Right. End of story. No, not at all. So a guy who was watching the ceremony and saw this happen went afterward and peeled the gum off the ground and is selling it on eBay. So you can buy gum that Robert Downey Jr. chewed up and stuck on the ground on eBay. Guess how much, Russ, that eBay user Gyrand1787 is asking for Robert Downey Jr.'s spit out gum? Uh, $100,000. $55,000. Okay. Plus 
it it I don't know how they arrived at this number, but plus fourteen dollars and sixty seven cents in shipping. So you get it next day. And and the seller is saying you can verify this by DNA testing, which probably true from gum that's been chewed on, but you would need some DNA to compare it to and Correct. I, I don't feel like Robert Downey Jr. is in on this big plan to sell his chewed up gum. No. So you or I could just like chew up some gum and say that it's that same gum. We were there. Finally, Russ, let me tell you something, man. As a young man, let me uh, just give you a peek into what this will be like. Yeah. And I look forward to this joyful day in your life at some point. But there is just no feeling in the world like becoming a dad. It is this amazing... Well, you can't agree because you don't know. Well, I, I agree because I talking to other dads. That's what it, I meant. You did this amazing thing of becoming a son. Good job. Yeah, well, you did that part. You're not listening, Jason. I've talked to dads with kids and they say the same thing. There you go. It's incredible. Like adventure of a lifetime. Got and I'd, I'd like to congratulate a very important first time father down in Houston. His name is Mr. Pickles. And he's a giant tortoise. And he's 90 years old. So apparently everything's still working just fine for Mr. Pickles and his 53-year-old wife, Mrs. Pickles. These are actually these giant tortoises' names at the Houston Zoo. Uh, She gave birth to three babies, Dill, Gherkin, and Jalapeno. Uh, This is quite a wait for them. They've been together for 36 years. Since 1996, no children. And now finally, Mr. Pickles at 90 has become a dad. Popping them out. Uh, it's incredible. I mean, good for him. Uh, fairly dramatic birth. So it, it just so happened that one of the zookeepers was closing up for the night and noticed Mrs. Pickles laying eggs. And this is important because uh, the... What I read, I'm not, a, I'm not a scientist by any means, but I, I don't even feel like I should need to say that. Uh, but what, from what I read, the soil in Houston is not conducive to these eggs hatching uh, because these giant tortoises are native to Madagascar. Totally different climate, totally different soil. Uh, I'm trying to think of some other smart words to say. Topography. I don't know if that applies here. There you go. Um, so he, because he caught it before he left for the night, they were able to get these eggs into the incubator and... They hatched three healthy baby tortoises, and it, very important, not just important that Mr. Pickles still has it going on at 90 years old, uh, very important because this is a critically endangered species. Save the tortoises. I'm, yeah. I'm down with Team Save the Tortoise. Hashtag Save the Tortoises. Hashtag Mr. Pickles. That's why they call him that. I'll have what he's having. They do That's say like as as a human being, like as a dude, you can till you till you out of here, as long as it, you can get get yourself right, you can pop them out. Um, it doesn't work all always like that for our female counterpart. Um, Mr. and Mrs. Pickles, I mean, 90 and 53. Oh, so he's he's 37 years older than Mrs. Pickles. Is that is that the right math? Yes, you're right. Yes, that's usually how it goes. Like, they got together in. when they got together in 1996 when he was 54 and uh, she was 17. Which in the giant yeah, that, that mat that's is, that's okay. 
Okay, yeah, I'm about to say that that math don't yeah. math in in the old human world. Yeah, it's okay. That's okay with the tortoises. Yeah, hey, get you out right. of here. You, as you as you you should for that in the human world. Anyway, uh, <laughs> yeah, father of three. How about that at ninety? Not just one, three. You have to wait so long. They gave you two more. He's not gonna have to stick around to do any of the work for that. He won't be there. Nah, that's not true. Uh, t- tortoises they stay around a while. Like 120? 110? Yes. yes. Wow, okay. Maybe he will be around. You gotta talk to your kids more, man. Like they would teach you some of this. <laughs> they would teach you some of this stuff that me and Tony teach you. Like you just talk to your kids. I promise they know some of this stuff. Um and they have learned that in their class. Did you learn Great that episode. on watching Wildcrats or something? I learned that uh in school. But I used to go to the zoo as uh, field trips, and they would tell us about the turtles. Turtles mm. really popular animal. Gotcha. Amongst the amongst the youth, mm. um, I miss field trips, bro. Kids not taking field trips, and it makes me so sad. Mm. I miss them because, like uh, seventh grade, they told us our class can't go on any more field trips because uh, an incident that happened at a, at a theater. They got it popping. Nope, never again. That's whack, bro. I don't feel like you should tell us any more details about this. Please don't. I don't think that's fair at all. Like, you going to make oh. everybody suffer because you had two nasty kids? Mm-hmm. That's wrong. You know, but I told you, I think I told the story on this podcast. That's why they uh, stopped letting kids do Valentine's in my uh, elementary grade, junior high. It's because... Uh, the the seventh and eighth graders were putting nasty messages in the, the Valentines, and they're like, "Nah, <laughs> all right, we gotta dead this. <laughs> we gotta dead this." But uh, yeah, great episode, gents. Uh, we appreciate everybody out there listening. Continue to support the pod. We appreciate it. We would not be doing this if y'all didn't listen. So thank you so much. Follow the IG and the Twitter where you find clips of the show. Uh, as always, Tony Gill is sponsored by Sheets and Giggles. If you'd like the best sheets that money can buy, Tone, it's heating up. It's, it's heating old, up. Man. It's getting warm. You gonna have to. I know. I saw sixty. I know. I got to take the flannel boys off. Got to put the the old school sheets giggles on, baby. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Sheet you gotta put the, the, the sheets at cool boys on. The cool boys got to come on. Ooh, that, I, I like that. That's a good name. <laughs> the for cool boys. Yeah, we're gonna, yeah. We're gonna use. That. They should change it to uh, that on the link you go to through us. Yeah. Cool you get twenty three percent off of the cool boys. Yeah, you do. Uh, sheet go, set. Going to sheetsgiggles.com forward slash sa and using promo code what tone? Now he doesn't know it's sports. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> they sponsor him you're, and you're yeah, sponsored, they, pay, they, they, they literally him. pay him and he has no idea. It's fine. It's fine. You this is how you, you just coast through life like this. Yeah, Jason and Russell works. do the ad reads. That, that's how that's how sponsorships works. Tone, you should probably promo code sports. It's in the name of the show. <laughs> Go to sheetsgiggles.com slash SA. He didn't know his own promo code. Right. Hell no. Uh, I, I know you're not going to do this next one. I'll do it myself. <laughs> We're also sponsored by BetMGM. <laughs> you can bet on anything from baseball, basketball, uh, s- soccer, the ponies, XFL, USFL, uh, BetMGM. Use promo code adjacent1000. That's adjacent one zero zero. Zero bet MGM, the king of sports books. Gentlemen, anything else for the people before we let them go? Bring out the olives. <laughs> what a line. We will catch you guys next week.
Thanks for listening to Sports Adjacent with Jason Leisure and Russell Dorsey. Be sure to download, subscribe, and give the podcast five stars. You can check out the latest episode of Sports Adjacent on all digital streaming platforms. I'm very much adjacent. For a couple hours, I thought I was hood. But then all that happened, I was like, you know what, James? You adjacent to the mother. Save big on your Memorial Day barbecue, all in the Kroger app. Get half gallons of delicious Kroger milk for $1.29 each. Then get flavorful Tyson natural boneless chicken breasts for $2.49 a pound, all with your card and a digital coupon. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details.